0: Happy Friday, everybody, man. Welcome back to Protect the Shell, man, with your host, D. Gray. Man, it's a good morning. We made it. It is Friday, people. It is Friday. Get up. Turn your speakers up. We is live, baby. Some Maryland Turk football, baby. So I'm excited, man, to bring this episode today, man. I got a special guy, man, a big horseman, man, in the backfield. Antoine Littleton, man, one of the guys, man, I enjoy watching him play, man, physical back, man, he's a guy to go get those needy yards, man, those ones that I quite might not get it, but he gonna get it for you, man, as a physical back, man, I'm excited to, to talk to him today, man, rapping with him today, man, to get him up here, man, explain some of his mindsets, man, his body transformation and more, right after this intro. It was great, got better, and basically being faster, stronger, powerful, and being more explosive, and man, I'm out here competing and having fun. Running behind that fight offensive line, Derwin Graves did a great job tonight. With all the guys I played with, that was a fun experience being a part of, so I had fun with it. It's definitely been fun, man, so I appreciate all the coach staff and what they've done for me. Maryland's been a great school for me. Juan, what's up, man?
1: What's up, man? How are you?
0: Man, I'm good, man. I'm excited, man. Been trying to, been trying to get you for a couple weeks now, man. It's been uh, yeah. been for normal, man. I already know how it is, man. You're in season, man. You're in ground mode, man. So first of all, man, how you feeling, man? How you feeling right now? So far by the season,
1: I'm good, man. We 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 started off strong. We still gonna finish strong. Um, you know how it goes in the Big Ten. It's any game for, sure. for, for a but I mean, for sure, because Lachi tries his best. To instill the fact that we got work all week for us to get what we want at the end of the week, so you know, for sure, we we pride ourselves on that.
0: For sure, man. Um, I know I had a couple of guys on, uh, like Dante on it, man. And and I'm gonna tell you, man, I'm I'm super proud of the things that y'all done so far, man. And uh. Locks' vision that he had for us back in 2013, it's finally come to life in 2023. I know it took almost a decade, but, man, it still still happened. You know what I mean? Uh, All alumni, we super proud of y'all, man. Y'all guys are actually – Having a great season, man. Y'all doing everything so like us. We have a high standard for y'all, man. Y- y'all can't lose no more. You know what I mean? That's how we feel. We can't lose no more because that's the type of team y'all got. Back then, it's like, oh, man, the Turks gonna lose this, one. it's all good. It's all good. They get it next time. But now they ain't no, ain't no. They get it next time, man. Y'all gotta get it this time. But man, overall, man, I want to talk about man exactly, man, how you transformed your body, man, into this big, nice, solid running back body that you have now, man. What was, what was, what was like the process of that, man? I know it had took a lot of work.
1: Uh, so I can pretty much take you all the way back to my junior year. Um, uh, that was actually my last high school season that I was able to participate in. Mm-hmm. Uh but COVID happening, uh, my senior year came, sitting in the house, not really doing nothing, just turning around, playing video games, eating things that things like that in that nature. And um, I found myself getting bigger. Um, uh, I felt like the game of football was taken away from me, so like at that point, I felt like I ain't not have nothing. So you know I'm saying like that's the only thing that I really knew, like the back of my hand, right. um, and I knew I, I had just committed February of 2020 on the first, like the first day of the month. So mm-hmm. um, I knew it was coming close for me to go to college. So once it hit that week, it was just like that week got when it was almost time for me to go. I just I knew I had to put my head down. I just had to get everything I got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't sit my hand and not keep that promise that I promised myself, especially my mother.
0: Yeah, nah, for sure, man. And uh, man, I think he was at what, 260, 270? and it was big, man. I'm like, man, you might as well came over to the D line, O line, or something, man. And uh. But man, you, you like you said you made it your goal, man, to make sure you got that weight off because you had a, a promise to yourself and, and your folks, man, that you was gonna do this, man, and do it on a high level. And first thing you do is take care of your body and put your body in the best position. Man, your DMV guy, man, your DMV native, man. You went to St. John's, man. We used to whip up on them man, Friendship and I ain't gonna go ahead and say too much about that. But man, you went to you went to you you went to St. John's, man. Pretty good school, man. <laughs> we had a good couple guys that I played with back in uh Maryland, I Cassim Hill and those guys like that that came out. Casame with the uh St. John's Correct, yeah, right? The yeah, could Cassane, man. He was our QB there, man. So yeah, yeah, I definitely put a lot of good talent. just not good enough to be friendship. But they produced a guy like y'all. Man, how how was how was St. John's for you, man, going there for you and your process going through St. John's? Cause y'all get a lot of college scouts, a lot of attention.
1: Um it's really no different from Merlin, especially on the the, the academic and the, the athletic part of, part about it. Um from how the way we practice, the way we work out, the same regimen—it's kind of like the same regimen that you know we do here at Maryland. Even even though it's a little bit more intense, but yeah, um, kind of like the baseline getting us ready for what we're going to be getting used to when you get to college. So, um, yeah. it wasn't really pretty much no difference uh, from the um, athletic part, but from when it came to school, <clears throat> to be honest with you, St. John's got me ready to come to man. Um There's nothing that Honestly, we all know you have your six-page, ten-page papers and things that yep. coming about, but it's never really been nothing that I can't do here. Shenzhen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: no, nah, for sure, for sure. Man, you was a highly recruited running back, man. You was a 4 star back, man, by ESPN coming out, man. And uh, you had a lot of attention. Who was your first offer?
1: Syracuse, eighth grade. Syracuse.
0: Eighth grade, Syracuse? Man, that's huge, bro. That's huge. Man, you chose to stay home and play for the Terps, man. You, and I heard that they said like a little quote about you, man. You always want to play home, stay home and play in front of your hometown team, man, and um and, and your folks and stuff, man. Why did you choose Maryland though? Like, I mean, you could have chose Townsend, you could have chose Howard, you could have chose uh who else in the area, man. I mean, you could chose anybody, but you chose okay, University of Maryland, Baltimore, like anybody. You chose University of Maryland College Park over all the offers you had, man, in but before you said, who was some of the other schools you had offers by? Uh,
1: I had Indiana. I had Rutgers. Uh, I had Ole Miss, Tennessee, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Buffalo, Kansas City. You.
0: you got some heavy hitters, man. Some yeah, Ole Miss. I
1: had, I, I had some. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, you Ole Miss. I had a whole bunch of them.
0: Okay. And, you once like, so again, you chose to stay home, which you made a great decision. I'm happy that you did that. But you told us to stay home. What was, the, what was the driving factor for you to stay home, man? I know it's your family, but what, it had to be a little bit more than that.
1: So a lot of people don't know, but I, I met Coach Locks in the fifth grade. So mm. Locks are recruiting in
0: uh, fifth grade. You see know what I'm saying? I
1: mean, not really <laughs> recruiting, but it was just like he was already put right there in front of me. So it wasn't yeah. really much for him to be able to follow me or, or him to, you know, figure out what I'm going to be doing over the next course of my career when I got to high school. So, I mean, pretty much when I got to high school, he, I mean, he's seeing it and it, it, it spoke for itself. I mean, I, I really didn't have to say too much as far as, like, my game or, or when it comes to school and things like that. He, he he popped out to a couple games for youth ball. Uh, he even came to a couple middle, uh, high school games. So, I mean, Coach Lock, he's always been around. Uh, he has a great relationship with my mother as well. And the rest of my family, so Coach Locks, I don't really look at him like a my head coach for he's, yeah. he's kind of like a, a, a uncle, see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, for sure, man. Locks definitely gave gave a lot of people that feel, you know what I'm saying? And uh and, and just to hear you reiterating the same things, what I felt about locks, man, it's crazy because we all felt the same way from everybody that chose to stay home in Maryland, especially the local guys, you know and I mean the ones that chose to stay home that was local. Right. And um Blocks had that, that big effect on us, you know what I mean? Because once again, he's another brother. Once again, he's from the city, he from DC. He, f- he went to Baloo on the south side where I grew up at. You know what I mean? Uh so I mean that that was kind of my drive of fact. It was like, man, why why don't we all stay here? Me, Yannick, Savon, Jermaine, Carter. Why don't we all just stay here, man, and, and ball head, bro? Like, I mean, we all we all got the office going right with, man. I was going I was on my way to Florida. Yannick was on his way to South Carolina. Savon and Jermaine, I think they was on their way to I don't know, J-
1: and y'all had some guys too.
0: bro. We had some dudes. Jermaine, I think he's on the way to Colorado or something like that. I know Savon had an offer from like New Mexico, something like that, bro. It's like, man, Essu, bro. Let me tell you this, bro. Like, I'm, a, I'm gonna pop this off like this, bro. You get my boy yeah. two <laughs> offers, bro. We all coming. Not to
1: cut you off, but Esu was recruiting me too.
0: thats oh yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure he was. I Esu, a good coach too. You know what I mean, It's just that. I don't think he would adapt well in the Big Ten, man. He's not a Big Ten coach, I don't think. You know what I mean? And locks, locks, locks going. And I think locks is a great fit for because he understands how to play big bully ball. You know what I mean? He understands this is a powerful game, man. And uh, I don't say Essel wouldn't adapt it, but it probably took a little longer time. But uh, I got to say, locks is, man, doing his thing right now, bro, with y'all, boy. Y'all, boy, look different. Y'all just look different, man. look way better than we did. We had guys, but we weren't beefed up like that. They tried, but we weren't getting there like that. So, um, you know what I'm saying? You told us to stay home because you said, like you said, locks and always put it in front of you in the beginning and things like that. What I would say, man, what is the hardest thing you had experienced so far, man, in life and in sports? Man, I would separate those in life right now. What's the hardest thing you had experienced that you always reflect back to and say, man, if I got through this, man, I can get through this?
1: I mean, a lot of people know, but it's not something that's often still spoke about But because I ain't been to high school couple of years, but my freshman actually got kicked out of St. John's. Okay. That was that was probably one of my, not darkest moments, but that was definitely one of my most eye-opening moments experiences for me, for the okay. simple fact that the one thing that I took from that is that you can't take nothing for it, man. Yeah. That you can't take nothing for it, man. Um, you Knowing when you get to high school, you feel like you're that guy, you playing, you're a freshman, you're starting on varsity. Yeah. Uh, you feel like you start doing what you want now, things of that sort of that nation. So, yep. I was falling back on my work, uh, giving football everything I had for real, for real. I mean, cause that's what I was there for, and I was on a full ride too. So, but I was falling off of my grades and everything. So when it came down to the, the nitty gritty, to the end, I ain't make it or qualify for me to proceed to the next year. So they let me I'm- know.
0: That's crazy. So I mean, a, re- a reason why you, when you say things like that, bro, it, it touched me, bro, because I've been in the same situation as you coming out of high school. That's the reason how I got the friendship in the first place. I was actually at Dunbar, you know what I mean, uh, uh, uptown, and um, playing up t- playing with Dunbar, bro. Like I was the same situation as you. Didn't have a grace, couldn't keep a two just stay on the field. You know, what I mean, right. um, and you know, you only get you only get grade checked twice before the season start and in playoffs, right. and um. Um, me not having the grades, newspapers coming out. He have all these offers, but he ain't got no grades. And then it's like it's all it's almost a all dark moment, bro. Cause it's like, well, you here to play? You feel like you here to play ball, and this is my calling to play ball. But I'm not playing ball. I, I mean, I'm not do on life school, but. School wasn't my main priority, you know what I mean? It, it was this, there to make sure I play football, let's be real. And um, when they took football away from me, it, 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 it felt lost, you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure you probably put this in like, dang, man, like, Ugh. I ain't balling, bro. Like, it's hard for me to just be locked into school. Like, cause I'm doing a school for football, you know what I mean? And um, when the game, you don't understand how much the game made to you until it's taken away, like you just said. When you take wow. it away from me, it, it's like, man, bro, like, it's a, it's a party that gets ripped out, man, and it's a... It makes you think about those, man, when you think about, oh, this workout is too hard. Oh, man, like, you complaining. You got guys complaining about this, complaining about that. Or a tough, boy, man, a t- yeah, a tough fourth and one. We got to get it or it's nothing. It's like, bro, I got to get this life or death. You know what I mean? And um, I think that at some of the moments, man, the reason why I said it touched me because I remember, being the same thing, being in the 10th grade, not having no office, bro, and articles coming out in the Washington Post. Boy. Embarrassing. You know what I mean? And um, well, let you finish.
1: So that I said,
0: no, nah, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish your story.
1: Oh, wow, right, right. uh, What was that? Um me, pretty much, no. yeah, but not pretty much um, when it came down to the nitty gritty, they gave me two options. It was either we sit right here, we kick you out, and it, it's on your record, and now any other school that you will try to attempt to go to, it's not going to end well for you, or you can uh, withdraw yourself, and you're going to attend to go to another school so what i did was i told him i withdraw, and uh my mother sent me right there right there on greenbelt road to eleanor roosevelt and i played there my sophomore year um uh, i think i rushed for pride by like i mean I, I played offense and defense i played kicker punter. like when you got get back to public school that's a whole different side of the football world yeah everybody yeah. don't get to see so yeah i was going i was playing both sides and uh their curriculum wasn't st john's but it wasn't an easy curriculum so oh yeah. uh, uh, pretty much all through all four quarters i maintained a 3.5 and i was straight so uh they granted me access for me to come back the following year for my junior year so that was the last season that i was able to play with them
0: mm. Man, that's great, bro. Like that was great that you was able to turn that around, bro. Cause I mean, it, it, growing up in the city, bro, it, it's a lot of distractions. Man, it's a lot of things in your ears. A lot of it's an easy way to say, effort, it, forget it. I, I do something else instead of doing this, bro." Like if everything will be pulling <laughs> me into. This- Way up, you know what I'm saying? That's the easy thing to do, bro. And, and you chose the hardest thing to do. And I know you, right now, you ex- you pat yourself on the back, man. You're excited that you chose it, but it's not you're not done yet because the next step you already know is getting that paper no, on the next no. level, you know what I'm saying? And um, and you got to keep that train going, bro, because uh, we got to get, keep getting draft picks coming in, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> but no, uh, we're gonna fast forward to your, to your freshman year, man. You finally get to Maryland, man. You finally get there, your freshman year, bro. You only played two games, bro. One game you appeared in was Howard, which is always one of the games you, you count on the schedule, man. Every time you look at yeah. the schedule yeah, that's a W. Man, yeah. tell tell me about that feeling, regardless of who it was. Tell me about that feeling of getting your first career in the college football.
1: Actually, looking back on it, it was – to be honest with you, it was so surreal. Uh, I had played on it in the Merlin Stadium plenty of other times, but just in that specific – atmosphere and in that environment it was just it was just different it was like the lights was brighter yeah like it seemed like it was way more people than what i was usually used to <laughs> yeah it's way more louder you know you got the, the hand signals and all that stuff so you can get the plays yeah. and all that so i mean it was just a whole lot that i was soaking in um during that game and then my peoples was there too so like i that was one thing that i always told them like regardless where i go y'all will be there watching me play no matter what so for sure. It was just a that moment was so surreal. I was just happy the whole day for for I mean, even though I got like three, four carries, that was yeah. That was that was definitely my biggest highlight.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. And uh that that year, man. I mean, you played a two. I say two important games. It was your first game, and then you played the last game of that season. I mean, you mm-hmm. played against uh, V Tech in the in the bowl game, Pine Strike Bowl, NYC. Man, I know that had to be a crazy feeling because you were not getting no carries all through the year. You wasn't playing all through the year, but you get another action to play was in a wow. bowl game when when you try to bring that trophy home, all man. Right. I mean, I mean you had to be nervous, bro. What, what what's going through your mind there, man? You ain't touched the ball all year besides this point now.
1: It's kind of crazy because you know during that period when you when you getting ready and you, and you prepping for the bowl game, you got 15 practices. You getting used to the to the plays. You getting used yeah. to the people you're gonna be playing with, being around. You used to the coaches. So to be honest with you, when I got to New York, I was pretty much ready for it. Uh, and they are we, you know, you get a scouting report. So I made sure I studied and watched everybody film, their techniques, uh, everything that they was gonna do that they possibly do and uh i knew that they was physical as well you know acc is a little they get a little tippy over there so uh i knew they wasn't going to back down from us especially me being a freshman and the size that i was i knew they was bound to be rallying up on me so i mean i i just did what i knew and I, i did my best with that so
0: yeah Man, you got a touchdown, man! Your first touchdown of the year, yeah, being the last game of the season against a great opponent. Virginia Tech was pretty good that year, and I think who I was, I with, man, I thought I was screaming at the TV, man. Um, I was with the Tennessee Titans, man. Uh, I know I came in at uh, we had we had just came out of meetings, I think, or something like that, and uh, was going to get our little food and stuff by the great end out day by four o'clock or something like that, and uh. And I happened to look at the screen. I said, oh, Maryland playing. And they was like, yeah, do your Turf's ter- <laughs> playing. That's yeah. what everybody, everybody get beat up on. So um I look at the screen. I'm like, OK. My boy Kayla Farley walked in there. And he was like, yeah, bro, like, you know, the Turf's playing. You know who they playing against? So they playing against uh-huh. y'all bum- y'all Bumpy Tech players. You know what I'm saying? Because he went to Caleb Farley to say uh he's the corner for safety for the uh titans right now. Caleb Farley. Oh. He went to uh went to vtech and um I look I was like man look too good for VTech right now, Turf's putting it over Damn. right now, man. It, 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 it was a great feeling, man, to me to watch your team. And once you once you get in a position when you remove from the school, man, you look back, you're gonna be like, It's a great feeling to walk past and see your turf's doing good, man. Especially when Bro. it feel like growing up, Maryland always had a negative. Negative side to him, or be, at least for my ear, it's always been something negative. Like, oh, Maryland gonna win. Maryland gonna be the same. Maryland got no quarterback. Tyro picking hurt. same pair, heal hurt Everybody hurt. Blah blah blah. All that, and it's like actually good to actually look at the screen. Like, we balling, bro. Like, we the Alabama right now. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, man. My so first I was two years to- for
1: for my first two years for, for it was kind of my freshman when I got here. We still had Fleet. We still had B cars. We still had yep. we still had a lot of guys from. From that area when that situation and all that stuff happens, yeah. right? I mean yeah, I definitely def- about, know so because, about that vibe. Yeah, that's my Yeah, that's my, yep, um, man. I definitely understand that vibe that you was talking about though. Yeah. I mean it kinda for, for once once we got to the twenty-two season, you no know, this year, for, for you don't really hear nothing yeah. about that. You know, yeah. There's no bad vibes, everything. So Yeah,
0: yeah man, and that and that's great. That's great. It's great. Great. great that basically that's lit to actually think it that way now, man, because, it, like I said, it took those hard years to get to that point now, man, where y'all at. So, you had a great pine stripe game, man, where you actually brought a touchdown. You had 45 yards that game, man, seven touches. So, you got the ball in your hand. Year two. First of all, I would say year one. Like, how was year one, man, red shirt in that year?
1: To be honest with you, I didn't know that I was going to get red shirted. Uh- I knew the rules and I knew the regulations and all that stuff, or whatever that's for. But I didn't know that they were going to reassure me. So I didn't find out until we had gotten to winter workouts that I was, was reassuring. So yeah, when um, we finding out the benefits and all the things that came with it, I mean, I was, I was pretty fine with it. So I mean it was going to give me more time to learn and understand the game, especially my position with, with me doing what I do. So.
0: Do you feel like that red shirt yeah helped you? Cause I mean you you had to realize at some point that you're gonna be red shirted because you play week one and then you play against to week thirteen, which is wow. week fourteen, with the end season. So you probably wanted to confuse through that prayer, like why am I not touching the field? I know I'm good enough. I was a four-star back, why am I not getting some courage? And and
1: I kind of knew already, you sometimes with with me dealing with my way and how big I was, I already kind of I, I knew I knew what the reason was for. But at the same time, with me being a player that I am, I definitely felt like I did deserve for me to get certain opportunities in certain games. Yeah. Um but that ain't for me to sit right here and try yeah, try yeah. to unlock yeah. or figure out or nothing like that. But I know I know definitely for me working my butt off all year on Scout, giving good looks for the defense. And, make sure those guys for sure you definitely gave me my
0: opportunity for the next year. So, hundred percent, man. Scout team, just as important as the regular team, man, because you got to get the guys ready. And also you going against the first team where you getting, you getting better for yourself as well. Right. And, um, that's one of the things of uh, on each level, man, whether it's here or on the next level, you're going to be, you, I promise this won't be, that won't be your last time playing scout team. I'm being real. On <laughs> the next level, you're going to do it again. I promise you, wherever team you go to, you are going to give the looks to the starting back out there. I promise you that. And, um, Keeping that mindset is what's going to keep you going in the right direction, man. That that don't get to your head. That is one goal to get on the field. Do whatever's so asked to me, be it necessary. And, and you got that down path. we not to get to year two, bro. They kick it up a notch. Year two now. You kick it up a notch, man. You ain't played the whole season. Man, you ain't start, You ain't played the whole season, but you played all 11 of them hoes. So, let, let's talk about that process going from, um, how can I put this? Going from not getting no touches, not playing as much, to now you playing in every game except one, so I would say you're playing every game. How was that on your body, I would say, first of all?
1: Last year, when I got my opportunity last year, that was the one thing that opened my eyes the most. Um, Me being my size, me being the brute force that I am, I knew that the number one thing that I was going to have to do to focus on myself was my body. So with all the things that they got in the training room, all the systems that we got, the, the training staff, Brian and all mm-hmm. those guys. I was about to they say do- that
0: before how's Brian as a person. I mean Brian was a fantastic bro when I was there, but I think Brian was probably yeah. the best friend I had around.
1: Yeah, that's my guy. Like he's me that, that's my guy, bro. I can't really even sit right and explain it to you. But like when it when it then came to like my personal health or personal business or whatever case may be, he's always been there for me. He's always he's always yep. been there.
0: Yep. Hey, 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 Brian, it's been awesome, man. And once again, you just, that's been, that's been, I I would say he's been so good to y'all now, but he was literally our lifesaver back then. (laughs) He was our lifesaver. Bro, like, no one, no one, no one ever understood Brian. Man, Brian was a key fan. I always tell Brian back then, it's like, bro, when are you going to be the head guy, bro? Like, I mean I love I like Wes Robinson, bro. But that's a little bit before you Wes Robinson, bro. But you are the <laughs> man, you know how to treat our body. You're not gonna push us to the way that we tell you, oh bro, we're not feeling it today, bro. you're gonna work around us, bro. Like that everybody else don't understand that, bro. And that's why, bro, like we are getting hurt and more, more hurt every game, bro. Like, you understand how to get us back, man. And um, I'm so excited to see that man I actually came back with KG. I came back. I forgot. I think it was last year I came back, man. And uh actually be I'll be there when y'all play Penn State coming up there. So I'm gonna slide on y'all, say what's like up with y'all, back. boy. I'm gonna be up there. Uh me and a couple of alumni and stuff gonna come up there. But uh I came back and seen Brian, man. I was like, man, I seen y'all new pool and all that y'all got. I was like, Man, look at this, bro. Like, <laughs> what happened to Gossip Fieldhouse, bro? Like, look at this, bro. Like, it's crazy how much y'all, how much support y'all got, man. And uh at the end of the day, bro, like it, it, it's love, bro, cause y'all need it, but y'all. Look, Y'all the best team in the conference. Y'all need it. So, man, it's crazy, bro. I didn't want to get on topic, but we said Brian, is stuck in there like, oh my gosh, Brian, bro. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy, man. So, man, you like I said, year two, man, you said Brian was there, man, to, to fix your body, man, and make sure he be there, not only just for your body, but more so mentally for their, for you as well, when you're dealing with health things and all types of things that have nothing to do with football, all that. Mm. Brian is there. How has... I would say, how has your mind shifted from year one to year two?
1: I've I've already done the experience everything that you would experience as a freshman or someone who's getting playing time. Um, I've seen every situation, I've seen every predicament that you can be in. Uh, I know the system. Uh, I know how to not work around it, but I know how to maneuver it. Certain things. So, I mean, I know what I'm doing at this point. Uh, the only thing is, is just the constant battle with yourself, and that's just staying consistent with everything
0: uh, yes. that
1: you do. So, that, sure. that's the number one thing for.
0: For sure, man. What are some of the things you do to keep yourself keep yourself right, man, before game days, man? What is something some of you always thrive on to keep yourself right, man? That you have to do this every week, every day to stay right.
1: Uh, so, with me losing my weight. I try my best to get in three meals a day, breakfast, okay. lunch, um, and in between that, I'm snacking and constantly I'm, I'm hydrating. So that's the that's the number one thing, and, and and then you go to me taking care of my body, me playing all these games, me receiving all this contact and bruising up, you know that stuff starts to catch up with you. So um, I tell you, and this is for anybody, make sure you take advantage of that culture. That cold tub will take you a long way. I sure like. I, I mean, you that, that, that I mean, you answered
0: the, answer, the, answer the question, you answered the test right there. Because I was wondering, like, is he ever gonna say cold tub? Like, is your cold tub guy? That's about to be my question. Me personally, uh, I love the cold tub, but as I became a pro, got on the pro level, cold tubs is uh out of my window. I don't like cold tubs anymore. I'm more, <laughs> of, a, uh, I'm more of an ice chamber type of guy. Like, I have to okay. hop in, I have to hop in the cryo. And and, cool. and the reason why I say cryos because I don't know I think for my body cryos it, it, it helps loosen your body up because you know after so long you sit in something that's cold it stiffens you up and mm-hmm. I think yeah, I like the cold tub I mean I've been around I've seen so many different people that don't do cold tubs like my guy Ted LaJuan that played with me and t- with the Titans he don't do no cold tub he he doesn't like it he said it doesn't help him but um me personally I find the cold tub does stiffen you up but it does decrease information. But my thing is, for a guy like me that's stiff, how do I continue to get looser and be getting stuff out of my body? All this toxin on my body falls, the, the swelling and all that. And I found, you know what I'm saying, the cryo chamber being the best for me. But regardless, we, we both speak the same way. We got to hit yep. that cold. We got to get somewhere cold. We got to get something that's cold. And... Um, Man. That's huge, bro. They're getting your legs back, man. Especially in the summer, the summer conditionings and all that man. Boy, the coattails, boy be that'd be lifesavers. You be- Stadium. <laughs> the stadiums. Oh see, we see we, we got way we didn't get those. We did probably stadiums like once or twice during winter workouts, and that's all we got. That was it. Because uh we had guys falling out. We straight.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they was me too nice, like, yeah.
0: Man, no, they they was they, they was they it up in a different area. They was doing some other stuff to us. That was a little <laughs> more crazy, like killing out peoples. Like that was a little more different. But um, man, but last year, man, you had seventy five curries on the year. Man, you was productive with five TDs last year. Man, you had a very productive year, man. And and uh, was you the primary starter or you was kind of a rotational
1: guy with Hemby? I was rotational
0: with him with Hemby, Yeah, so yeah, man, y'all got the best dual set running back in the, in, in the conference. Me and my guy. Um, I was telling some of my guys from, uh, from Fox that I was like, man, man, who, who got the better set? Like well, Penn state? ah, dead. That is dead. Like, no, like we have the, we have the speed and we have the power, bro. The power being bro. Ain't nobody stopping you one-on-one, bro. It's crazy. Ain't nobody stopping you one-on-one, bro. Like it's crazy. But, uh, who who I would say through your college experience so far up to this point, man, who was the hardest defender, man? Who was the hardest defense you ever had to go against that 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 made you actually have to work? Like you had to drive your legs through these defenders. So far this season, um, I would say before we before we get to this season, I would say in the past two years, last year and the year before, mainly last year because you played most of last year. Who was your toughest opponent? Toughest opponent last
1: year. Everybody know I don't like these guys. But Penn State. It definitely be Penn State for the simple fact that they they send they send the house, bro. (laughs) They send the whole house. Like it ain't Bro, They ain't hiding it. They ain't disguised nothing. They they let you know we bring everybody.
0: Yes indeed. Bro, I'm telling you, they bringing safeties and everybody. Safeties flying down to the middle <laughs> of the pipe. They're shooting the pipe, bro. They ain't Man. never trying to. hear you say that is, bro, the thing they used to do back in the day, bro. They, I'm talking about, bro. They used to send safety. I know you heard of Marcus Allen. Huh. That's back in the game when Marcus Allen used to play with them boys and we played, bro. I'm somebody used to send Marcus flying through the A gap. I'm like, bro, he's a safety. Why is he coming through the A gap like a linebacker? Like, where is he coming from? I mean, he'd be four from one, stopping the backfield. I'm like, bro, who's accounting for those guys? Because we got the box. <laughs> He doesn't count as the box. Like, it's man, thing,
1: it's crazy you said mock name because um, I was probably about twelve. I think I was probably going on twelve at the time. But uh, my guy Kendall, he that's like my brother Kendall Jarvis. He used to play uh, running back at Bowie State. Um, okay, and he coaching and things like that right now. But uh, back then, I used to train. I used to go with him. 'Cause you know, mom, deuce, and, and pops always work. So Yeah. I went to go work out with him all the time and, and they was always with the college guys and Marcus was always there. Him, it was Marcus and Mop. Ma- 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 Marcus. Mark right, yeah, that went to run right about just, the Masters, And he went to so, uh and I was with the uh I was with this trainer, his name was Brian Bell. Uh, he's in the league now, he's I think he's a short conditioning coach in the league. He's Ooh. been in the league. With What's Brian that? Bell.
0: Brian Bell, yeah, dreads? yeah, my long dress,
1: long dress, that's just, my not...
0: god, bro. He coached that he he coached with the Titans, bro. He it was, yeah. was my strip coach with the Titans, man. Yeah. yeah, he played one like one or two years with the, in the NFL with the Redskins or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Him actually uh linked back up, man. I when when I got signed to the Titans like two years ago, man. And uh, he's saying me, and I say him. He's like, man, hey, you know my guy Bryce Bevel. He used to coach at McNamara. I said, oh, yeah. It's like, I love yeah. you. Yeah. So I'm like, it's small world, bro. And I was like, man. So that was my guy. Every time I was like, every time I heard, man, I ain't trying to do this lower body lift this way, bro. Like, yeah, alternate that for me. Like, he good dude, man. But go ahead.
1: I'm telling you, like, when I was younger, just going through his workouts, like, his workouts were the craziest workouts i have ever seen, especially for the age that I was at and where I was at yeah, physically. I wasn't. I had a regular kid body playing football back then, but that one summer that I spent with him, like, he shredded my whole body going into my my seventh grade year, and then mm. following year after that, I was uh, I was awarded a player of the year, eighth grade player of the year, like, in the entire country. So like, I ain't never been able to get in touch with him since then. But he definitely be a guy that I definitely want to get some working again, like. That that trainer I right did, I recommend that to anybody.
0: I, I I got you, I got you. That's my guy. I got you, dog. Yeah. I, I'm gonna get that contact for you, bro. So sure. you can get right with him, man. uh, might be a little hard. You might have to go to Nashville because he got a job. He gotta be in the weight room up there with oh, the yeah, guys. Nah, ain't no problem, you
1: know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been to this now too, so it's it's. I can I definitely can work on him up.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, so now we're we'll gonna get to the big year. This the year right here, the big year, man. And uh this the year that the Terps had to break out yeah, man. Right now, y'all started out five and oh, first time since 2001. So it's been a long time since that. Cause it's funny, cause after this show, I'm about to get an old school guy to come on here to talk about uh-huh. the old dirty turps and Nolan Carroll. He'd be coming on here, uh-huh. man. His name up in the building somewhere, and um uh So this is first let's talk about the feeling from all these past years when things slow rocky to now, y'all reaping everything that Locks was talking about. Like how's what's the feeling like right now for you?
1: I've been excited since we finished the bowl game last year. Yeah. Um what I was going through the winter workouts, our turf time, which is definitely Mm -hmm. the hardest point of our, our program. Uh I made sure that I was so locked into the point where like I had to endure and have fun with everything that we were doing, even though it was mentally and physically draining. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But once we got to spring ball, spring ball kind of you know it was easy. You got same 15 practices and you learn the playbook before you get to camp. And then you got the summer, so and then that's when all the new guys come in. So now it's, it's giving you a different perspective to to be that older teammate, like that older bigger brother to get them with them. Let them know what's right from wrong, show them the ropes and everything. And uh, then when we got to camp, it was just, it was on. Everybody was ready to go. It was, it wasn't really no talking. It wasn't really no, no, it wasn't no talking at all. Everybody was just ready to put the pads on and just get to work. And we, we added some new pieces in the spring with Coach Gaddis and uh, Coach Sumlin And, and the way that they, they got things organized with the offense. It's like, there's no way we can't sit right here and control any game offense. For sure. For want.
0: sure, man. And y'all offense been electrifying all year, led by y'all lead, of course. And Talia, Talia has been awesome all year, man. He's probably one of the better quarterbacks I've seen in Maryland for history. Sure. And definitely sure, in Maryland history as far as what I've seen. I mean, I can't speak about the guys sure. back in 2000, 2001s and all that. That's before my time. But for my era, that's the best quarterback I've seen right now with Talia, man. From his decision-making, being able to move with his legs, get out the pocket, escape some dangerous things. Sometimes he do make decisions where it should just be tossed out of bounds, man. Later played play another day. But sometimes he takes sacks like the last game y'all played against um Illinois uh two mm-hmm. weeks ago, and taking that late-game sack will put y'all way behind a chain, which also puts stress on the receivers to get to their landmark, and also put the biggest stress on the big guys up front to hold a blocks for how many seconds? I don't know. Long. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, that's a tough task to ask, man. And uh, as a leader, sometimes he got to make better decisions. But for the most part, he's been very consistent all year and finding open guys. What is your perspective on Talia so far this year?
1: Talib is a guy. He he knows it, but he's just so humbled. He that's something that he won't he won't ever even pay attention to. He he preps himself like he's already in the league already. He, he watches film day and night. Uh, I guarantee you he's probably the facility probably an hour or two ago. And we've already been out for probably about three or four, five hours already. So uh, the way he just goes by himself, the way he carries himself, I mean he's a leader. Everyone listens to him, everyone whenever it's time for us to go and we know it's it's time to go, he's leading us to the point where like we don't he don't have to really say anything to us. Cause yeah. we everything about action with us. so uh, with Leah, Bro, like that's that's my guy. So like, whatever he on, I'm on, and, and I'm I'm a, I'm a, I always definitely got his back.
0: Sure, and I, I think I said once again, you could tell the the weights to, to let Curry himself, man. Uh, Everybody, like, jails around him, man. It looks like, a man, he never looks like he's under stress or anything like that, man. It's like, he plays his game and loves what he does. And that's a huge factor of being a leader on the team, man. It's, it's always staying calm in those adverse moments. And, yeah, I faced a little bit of adversity this year, man, against Ohio State. And, of course, what should, shouldn't have been adversity against Illinois is on paper that's a dub. But hey, it was a All lot right. of missing pieces. We got to keep an aspect. Y'all was missing y'all key components on defense, and Dante sure. Trader and our guy uh, Tahib. Still, right. those two guys, and uh, I'm I'm sure we should get those guys back this week uh, as y'all travel uh, uh, travel up to Northwestern this week. But uh, how big is those guys defensively, man? When it comes to y'all success, man, and keeping the defense off the field, man, and keeping y'all on the field. The defense is
1: literally like one sir. Everyone use, moves in the same unison. Um, they want unity, bro. It's just, since I've been here, I haven't seen a defense like that before. They just, took, the, their togetherness is, is different from what I've ever seen. Um, like I said, everyone pressed themselves in a different way, um, but they all do it together. So everyone knows their responsibilities, everyone knows uh, the gaps, uh, how they're supposed to get hands on, what, what, what half, what deep half they got things that will cover of things of that sort of that nature so um you could just tell when you just watching them all throughout the week just practicing they're physical everybody everyone just rallying to the ball uh and definitely the number one thing they always communicating like they live. Yep. so it's never it's never a time where you won't see them not doing what they're supposed to do
0: all right 100 percent, man and i asked i asked actually uh dante last episode man i asked him, man if you felt like the illinois game if he was out there would have made a difference and one he said something interesting that one guy can't make a difference man i couldn't want to lose that's the game but special teams he definitely would have felt like his presence would have needed was when there's needed there because i mean y'all kind of the special teams game was kind of iffy and um i'm pretty sure y'all got that corrected this week man and uh what have y'all plan been this week, man? Coming off that big loss, of course y'all on a two game losing streak right now, which is tough. Which shouldn't be two games; should be just uh, one loss one. and one win. And back on the back on the back on the train again. But right. hey, once again, y'all got everything in front of y'all. Like, like I said, y'all got everything still in front of y'all. Ain't nothing gone away because y'all took your loss. But understanding y'all took those loss and understanding the things that needs to be done now. What are some of the things that y'all had to correct? We had to get
1: that grip back. After we no. took that to O State, it definitely hit home. It it was just a different feeling, like that jump just hit different. You know, it was one of those games where we we prepared our hardest for throughout the week. Like we had a great Tuesday, we had a great Wednesday. We definitely had a, a good mental focus on the Thursday, and then we came in all about wanting to win on that Friday. So when Saturday came, it felt like everything was just about to go right. Everything was everything was going to be playing just like how I've been planning for it to go all week. And I don't know, he just kept bringing up the storm all week, bro. And it was literally like, it was, it went from sunny to a storm covering the whole stadium. It was just as if everything that he had already spoken about throughout the whole week was literally happening before our eyes. But the only thing that was going to stop us was, was us we couldn't pay attention to anything on the outside or the critics or not believe in our details and everything that we had been already working for to get to that point. So when we got right there to that point, I mean, everyone watched the game. You seen what happened. Things happened. Yeah,
0: For sure, man. Things happened. And once again, like, I don't think no one in the turf family is, is knocking you guys for the loss. Cause when thing, and football is any given Saturday or Sunday or Friday, depending on what level <laughs> you are. And, um, Illinois has definitely had a better game that day. I executed on a lot of the miscues y'all had. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the biggest thing is people saying, "Well, why would they? Why did Locks run the ball on third and medium?" Well, I, well, why did he? I'm gonna ask you that. Why did he? Well, why do you feel? I can't say why did he, because you can't play. You don't call the play. You just execute the play. Why do you Bro. feel he ran that?
1: I mean, I know why he called the play. Um, but like I said, he focuses on how we practice Monday through Friday. He already felt throughout that week, from that Tuesday and Wednesday, which is the hardest days, that our effort and how we were just going about the practices and with our energy and our vibe and everything, it just wasn't right. He knew. It. So um, once we got to that point, everything was just unfolding before our eyes again. Once again, um, all the things that we was being preached about that we said that they said we wasn't doing. What's happening and everything? It's a cause and effect. To everything. So this is the cause and this is the effect to why we lost the game or why these mistakes happen. And these are the answers and effects for one
0: hundred percent, one hundred percent. And now, that, now, and now that y'all had an opportunity, man, to get away from ball a little bit to clear y'all minds. Yeah. Y'all come back now with a fresh new mind, with a new mindset to get that grip back. Back to the basics. Let's get back to our identity, man. And that's not do nothing different. Let's just do what we do, Maryland-style football. And what, what is Maryland-style
1: football to you? I mean, we got four pillars. Toughness, effort, relentless, and pride. Pride is definitely number one for me because everything else is going to come along after pride with me. So I'm I'm big on pride with myself and especially when it comes to my teammates, like those guys they know like I'd do anything for them guys. If I can sit right here and put the game on my back, I definitely will do that. If I have the opportunity to, if I have the opportunities to chance, whatever the case may be, they know. When my name is called my number, and it's time for them to count on me, they know I'm gonna get the job done.
0: And I think the whole world knows that because when it's a short yard, it's huh. And the whole stadium know the ball going to it's going oh, right yeah. to your hand. It's going right to seven hands. And mm. reason why I say seven hands. What made you change the number from thirty one to seven?
1: Uh, seven is a is a it's a family number for me. Uh, it's a number that I've been wearing for years. Uh, my, my my cousin had passed away, in in uh, two thousand seven, when I was the age of seven, um, mm. the gun violence. So seven was just always around me. It was just I was always told it was a lucky number. You know, he, he was actually one of those people that helped me get recognized with the football thing. He he showed me what football is from watching games on the, on the TV in the living room with him and, and watching the run plays and me picking out plays that I like and things of that sort of that nature. So um, he's, he, I, I even got him tattooed on me. So he, he's definitely the reason why I got the number and, and why I do what I do.
0: Well, I should feel blessed because I went 77 and I was 70. Yeah, so I went to 70 number two. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm in a seven gang with you. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I I appreciate that, man, you saying that because that's definitely deep, man, why you went number seven. I wonder why you changed from 31 to seven. There's always been some uniqueness around these numbers and things like that when people choose their numbers. This week right now, how, how important, man, was the details for you guys this week leading up to this week, man, when y'all had coming off a of clear mind, man, when y'all get back to the bases? How important is this week right now for you guys?
1: It was very important, just knowing that we left. Coach Lodge used this little funny little turn when he was like, uh, I can't like really say word for word because I don't really remember it too much, but I know it because it's funny. But he was like, you know, you, you leave – pooping in the toilet seat for three weeks. You know how that smell, you know how that feel? You see what I'm saying, like, and you can't flush it because it's still there and it's not going nowhere. Just some type of weird, funny little, <laughs> I don't know, but you know a lot, He was one of those, and it, but it clicked to everybody, like everybody understood where what he, what he was coming from and what he was saying. We had just lost those two games, so it was like, we got another week before we can sit right here and play a game so that's why he used the three weeks as an example yeah so we knew that this week was going to be the most important week just us getting back to our bases and us letting everybody know what our true identity is and yeah all that stuff. with just being consistent paying attention to the details and you can't really question effort because we all here to play football, so the effort shouldn't
0: sure. be really hundred percent, right? man. hundred percent. And you know, man, this week, man, uh, regardless of what the records look like for Northwestern, from my experience, playing against Nova, they've always been a disciplined team. they always no, been straightforward. About, they've been a physical team, and they ain't going to make too many mistakes. They may make one or two, but they're not going to make that many mistakes to, to beat themselves. So it, it, it's Lock's preaching. I would say not shooting ourselves in the foot this week, giving yourself a chance
1: not necessarily that because we don't really focus on everyone else we really yeah. focus just on ourselves i mean we game plan we look over the sky and report and things of that nature but when it comes to just playing football having that grit and with that pride and our four pillars that we talk about it ain't really nothing else for us to sit around and worry about because our, our the opponent they're nameless and they're faceless so it's kind of like we just out there playing the turf for, for sure. time,
0: so. spring ball for you guys playing against each yeah, other yeah that's,
1: yeah kind of kind of sort
0: of yeah. and that's a good way of looking at it man because it gets back to that that that, that word that's kind of get thrown around a lot is it's all about us it's about us it's never about them it's about us because we worry about what we do man it should, everything should go right we execute our gameplay we do what we do everything it will be straight right. you know what i mean and um I hear the line all. I heard the line all the time through sports, man. It's always about us, and it's like uh, sometimes it's like, man. Sometimes about them too, but uh, so I I totally understand, man. It's about worrying about what y'all can control, man, and uh, what y'all control is what y'all do inside of that 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 fabulous new facility y'all got over there that uh, I'll be over at too uh, next week. When I get up that joint, I'm definitely sliding through there. Going to see Miss, going to see Miss CC one time for the one time. Click me <laughs> in, baby. Click me in, baby. Don't tell him I missed dinner. I ain't to do six a.m. But um, yeah, man. Uh, that's exciting, man. I'm excited, man, that y'all should get some of y'all guys back healthy, man. So did y'all get a lot of guys that's healthy, man? I mean, a lot of guys that was hurt last game back healthy
1: now. Yeah, everyone back. Everyone is back healthy now. Okay, Yo. man.
0: And I know that was the biggest thing, man. Most guys wanted to see was y'all get y'all guys back healthy, man, because that's one of the biggest things, in my my opinion, I think that's going to help y'all win in November. Winning in November is something that I don't know if Locke's talked about it yet, but he will get to it real soon. Oh, man, no. the, best teams, oh, the best teams... Oh, I'm about to say the best teams win in November, man, and uh, it's going to be huge and pivotal for you guys to so, the win, man. Win, win, win in November. And ha- half of the battle is definitely staying healthy. Health, healthy. Uh, yeah I'd say, down the stretch right now, man. Getting some of you guys like Dyches back on offense, man, is a key component, man. up man. I, lo- I love him, man. I love Preyter. I don't know why a lot of people talk oh, about Preyter. Oh, they say to drop a lot of balls. Some guys say he's inconsistent. They came in my pocket. I, I just disagree because he says he's inconsistent. This guy went went, went against um, <laughs> Illinois and went off like he, yes, he dropped pass, he fumbled a couple times. Man, it's football; things will happen. But he, for the most part, man, every time the ball came to him, he caught it. And he's kind of one of my guys. I'm like mm, beside my boy Jay Sean. He, I mean, he been there through everybody's era at this point. Jay Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, he played with everybody. He played with my <laughs> grandfather. That's <laughs> my dad too. That's my dad. <laughs> <Inside laughs> he probably played with my father or Somebody back then. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Sean played with everybody. Man, but uh, Prater man is a, a, one of those guys that's an unsung little hero, man. I believe it's gonna be really great for y'all down the stretch, man. Besides Dietis and all those guys like that, man, I really like him a lot, man. And uh, besides you, man, I've I, I been wanting to get you on the show for forever, man, and uh, because man, I'm I like him. I like him be a lot too, but but your run style is a Big Ten style, man. It, it, it it's, it's undeniable, man. It's like when you hand the ball up to you, you 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 know what you're getting out of you. A guy that's not running from contact, a guy that's running through everybody, oh. and as an offensive line like myself, I love those type of guys. Did that make you like, man? Get off my man! All I need him to do is miss one. It just be one on one, one guy, and we go we going to the we going all the way to the house with this because he gonna I run need. this guy over. You know what I'm saying, uh, it's give him a chance and um. I think up front, man, the offensive line been playing really well this year, man. And uh, they're planning to keep it to live upright, uh, man, upright, man, moving the power for you guys, man. Uh, I've been seeing those guys, just throwing guys after the play, man, to make sure y'all stay upright, man. It's been great, man. So I can't wait to actually get that Penn State game and watch y'all play. But this week, man, we got to take kid Bendis, man, against uh Northwestern, man. And I'm excited that y'all going to do that. I know y'all will. And uh, yeah. I can't, can't wait yeah. to hear about it, man, and see y'all boys play this week. Man, what is uh, before we end this pod, podcast today, man? Um, what's something you wanted to lead the people with about you, man, that you think that people should know about you, man, or anything?
1: That's a good question. Mm. Mm. I may be a brute force on the field, but I like in real life, I'm a very caring, I'm a very I stand on what i said if i say i'm gonna do something to do it if i promise you something it's gonna get done so like taking care of my people making sure my people straight or family friends and that's sort what of i just love helping people in general yeah so
0: for sure just- for sure man i think that's dope man continue to keep that trait about you man many more blessings will come to you brother like I can't Ugh. wait to say I can't wait to watch the game this week, man. I know the whole Turf family, everybody in the world is waiting to watch you, man. Watch, especially watch you, man. I love watch you because I was an offensive lineman, so I like to see my backs hit them holes, man, and uh put their hand on their back and put their head down and go get them yards, man. Uh between you and <laughs> Himby, man. Y'all the best duo set, in my opinion, in the Big Ten. My guys, my Michigan guys, my other analyst guys, like Jake Button, those guys, they right think Michigan has it. Michigan's playing well, but we'll see them down the road. We ain't running yeah, from the meetings. We ain't running from them either. <laughs> but, man, I want to say, man, I appreciate you coming on. tomorrow man, man, you've you been great, bro. It's been man, to learn a little bit about your background, why you wear seven, man, man, how you lost that weight, man, and why, man, I'm saying, pan in front of your hometown team it, it's important, man, because your family and all the other things, man. I want to say, man, stay healthy this weekend. Go get that dub, and I'm going to catch up with you next week. It's Penn State.
1: I appreciate you, bro. I'm going to see you soon.
0: All right, bro, man. Be safe, man. Get some rest, brother. You too. Thank y'all for tuning in to this Friday episode. Feel good Friday, baby. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. That was a guy, Antoine Littleton II, man. This guy's a physical physical runner, man. Bruising back, man. Excited to get it to Northwestern week, man. He's been excited to get off of, a bad week to finally get that nasty taste out of his mouth from homecoming. To redeem themselves, man. They're getting everybody back healthy, as he said. Everybody is back healthy. So we should see a full force of Terps, man. You I'm saying? Going into Chicago to play against Northwestern, ready to go. Man, I'm excited to see the Terps work this weekend, man. As they take on the Northwestern, this Northwestern team, man, the Terps are more than ready than ever, man. They got all their troops are back. And hear from Antoine Littleton. Man, he's ready to go. The Terps are ready to go, man. They fired up. And, um... See you this weekend, man. Be safe this weekend. No drinking and driving, and protect the shell, baby. We out.